Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of One More Minute. It's me, Monique. So that you all could join me. Today is very special for two reasons. The first, because today is my 32nd birthday. I am so very excited. You know, excited is my favorite buzzword. Um, I can't believe I've completed yet another trip around the sun. And the second reason is because it is the fifth anniversary of the One More Minute podcast. And I have to tell you, One More Minute has definitely saved my life. It is like my little piece of joy. It's my therapy session. It's a place where I'm able to connect with my listeners. It's a place where I can tell my truth, live in my truth, and, you know, be an example for others to let them know that we all are going through the same things more often than not, and that our only charge in life is just to keep going and see what's on the other end. Now, I have to tell you, it's been a while since I've given you all a podcast. First, I felt bad about it. Then I was like, nope, don't feel bad about it because I didn't feel like doing it. I didn't have anything to say. If it's not organic, I don't want to do it. Um, I think this year has been very transformative for me. Um, and I saw someone, one of my, one of, someone that I follow on Instagram said, the last couple of years where I've been like post-traumatic growth syndrome. And I can say that that has been my life probably the last three years. And I'm finally coming out of this like fog of confusion and just all kind of stuff, right? Um, so I'm just happy to be on the other side of it. So this year has just been, I'm here, I survived, I made it, and I'm moving on. So as you all know, my birthday is very special to me. Aside from me just being extra and liking to take pictures and thinking that I'm cute, um, my birthday, my parents have always created this tradition of spoiling me on my birthday. I remember some of my earliest birthday memories, aside from having birthday parties, was my dad picking me up early from school. We would go to Publix and I would get a Publix cake and he would take me to Toys R Us and take me on a shopping spree. And I would spend the whole day playing with my toys. And I always knew that September 17th was a special day. Uh, but my birthday also for me symbolizes new life and a clean slate. For those of you who know, and for those who don't know, in 2013, my grandmother died on my 26th birthday. Um, I spoke to her that morning because I was her favorite, gran- her favorite granddaughter, obviously. Um, and we talked and we chuckled. She loved Wendy Williams. I loved Wendy Williams, too. Um, I talked to her like normal, went on about my day, went and got a massage, woke up from my nap, found out that my grandmother um, was gone by three o'clock. Um, so instead of me going to my birthday dinner, I had to see her lifeless body on the floor of her garage where the coroner zipped her up in the bag. You talk about traumatizing. And sometimes I still like see that image. But anyway, um, so from that moment on, I decided that my birthday would always be monumental. It would always be amazing. It would always be celebrated no matter how I was feeling. And I would do it however I chose to because a new trip around the sun um, is a privilege and an honor. And it's not something that I will ever take for granted. Um, and so, you know. 2019 has truly stretched me in every area of my life. Um, I really had to be vulnerable. I've had to be transparent. I've had to be resilient. I've had to be, you know, honest. I've just really had to come up into another version of myself. Um, I really had to take a hold of my emotions and choose my words more carefully. And in some cases, I've had to even activate my third eye. I'm like kind of woke, y'all. I'm really excited about it. And so the past year and 65 days have caused my prayers to be bolder, my dreams to be bigger, my capacity to be great, to be larger, my focus to be clearer, my intentions to be more precise, my growth to be immeasurable, my words to have more meaning, my capacity to love and to be loved, to be limitless, my desire to be the greatest of all time is bigger than ever. Um, I've really seen my village be present. My inner circle is tight and strong. My confidence is solid. My body is body. Boom. Period. Um, my spirit is awake. My mind is sound. My heart is intact. My life has just really taught me to be firm and unshakable in who I am, 
what I represent, what I require, what I want, where I want to be. And technically and literally and in conclusion, I'm betting on my damn self for 32. Okay. Um, You know, I really see God continue to blow my mind as he shows me that nothing is and will ever be impossible. Most of this year, I really been been in awe of his presence and have seen him show up for me over and over and over and over again. So, you know, this new year, I'm really excited to see where he takes me and what he has in store for this new trip around the sun, right? Hope it's bigger and brighter. And so for me, I've kind of, you know, I like themes. So I think 32 for me is going to be the year where I focus on my magic. And magic means manifestation, alignment, gratitude, intention, and consistency. Those are the five areas that I'm focused on for 32. I'm going to be relentless about it. I'm going to be focused on it. And I'm not wavering on it. You know, I'm getting old. So to give y'all 31 things I learned at 31 and to give you an extra one is a lot, right? I, y'all only got 30 minutes, right? So I'm kind of do some math. Moving forward, we'll split up the age by two and then add one that we want to learn. But because I haven't given you all a podcast in a while, I'm going to give you 20 top things, 19 things that I've learned and 20 and one thing that I am looking forward to that I hope you can learn from and that you can take with you every single day and some gems that you can kind of keep in your about your back pocket as you go about your year and your time. Right. So the first thing is to pray about everything. Pray until something happens. I really learned the power of prayer. And I mean like real prayer, like on my knees. Like I'm usually someone like, oh, I'm a prayer. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to sit in the bed. No, I get down on my knees and I pray and I cry out to God. And I really like, I say it out loud. Um, and I really just seen him answer some like silent prayers. I seen him remove someone from my life who made it a living hell every single day. Literally, I had been praying about it. It was a desire in my heart. I had been stressed out about it. And just like that, he removed that block. And life literally got better. Um, I'm seeing, I've seen him giving me second chances. I've seen him cover and protect me from things that I didn't even know I needed covering from. I've seen him just take his hand on my life and just help me move along gracefully and seamlessly. And I know that's the prayer, uh, my own prayers. That's the prayers of my mother. That's the prayers of my sisters. That's the prayers of my friends. That's the prayers of my ancestors. That's just God's grace on my life. And I'm so grateful. And I know all that comes from um, from prayer and talking to God. Um, number two, there is the there's power in pivoting and the unknown. Nothing is ever by mistake. That's where the magic is. Like when I tell y'all, Mo Mitch Media is bigger than I could have ever imagined. And it's going to go to heights that I can't even, like I didn't even think were attainable. I mean, the things that I have brewing are just incredible. Um, you know, growing up as a little girl, wanting to work in TV, never thought I'd be in PR, never thought it was a thing, you know, I had to work with someone that pretty much told me I couldn't do it. It made my life just crazy every single day. And I'm flourishing and I'm really operating in my purpose. And it's just funny how God has a sense of humor. And it seems like the very things I run away from, they just keep popping up. Like, you know, I'm pretty much an entrepreneur. And I'm like, okay, God, I don't really want to do that. Like, I like my corporate America job. It's great. Check come on time. I go to work. I go to the gym. But now I'm literally working like three jobs, doing all different types of things. I've had to learn how to come out of like, though I'm very much so an extrovert, I'm very much so an introvert. I've had to learn how to connect with people and network and talk to people. And just, I mean, the stuff I see God doing, I'm like, whoa, didn't even know I could do that. But, but that's because I wasn't afraid to pivot. And I kind of like gave God my, my life and just like, okay, God, what am I supposed to be doing? And he's just made it magical and amazing. And I can't wait for you all to see 
what's down the pipeline. Number three, this one is kind of twofold. It's going to be three and four. Um, if someone wa- wants to walk away from you, whether it's platonic or romantic or otherwise, let them. Don't beg them to stay. Don't force them to see. Don't ask them to open up their eyes. Don't ask them any questions. Just let them and it go and go about your business. The flip side of that, um, this quote is definitely one of my biggest uh, lessons. And if you all don't follow the healer, also known as Imani on Instagram, then you should probably follow her right now. She's simply amazing. Um, And she has changed my life in so many different ways. We'll talk about that later. Um, But she... Put this quote up on her page um, right when my sore Tony Morrison passed away. May she rest in peace. And it's really helped me with every single relationship. And and I'm not just talking about like romantic ones. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about things that are not meant for me. Situations. You can take this quote and you can apply it to wherever you need it. You can't own a human being. You can't lose what you don't own. Suppose you did own him. Could you really love somebody who was absolutely nobody without you? You really want somebody like that? Somebody who falls apart when you walk out the door? You don't, do you? And neither does he. You turn it over your whole life to him, your whole life, girl. And if it means so little to you that you can just give it away, hand it to him, then why should it mean any more to him? He can't value you more than you value yourself. The quote is powerful and it's deep. And after I read that, I literally felt like weight fly off of my shoulders. So let that resonate with you. Google it, find it, pin it, write it down, do whatever you got to do. But that's definitely a quote for the ages. Number five, give more than you receive. Number six, pay attention to everything. People, places, and things. Be vigilant. I happen sometimes to be very, um, very oblivious to things. And I really learned in this season of my life to pay attention to everything, pay attention to every detail, pay attention to every pattern, pay attention to people that show up, to the people who don't, pay attention to, to pay attention to the things that are missing, pay attention to the things that are there. Just keep your eyes open and stay woke. Number seven, forgiveness is about you and not the other person. Get better at it daily, even if it takes a while. There's room to both forgive somebody, but to also never forget. The flip side of that is when it comes to forgiveness, I also believe in the power of second chances and reconciliation and having a new level of empathy for others. Give people grace to make it right. People are flawed just like you, so be open. This year, I've really been able to connect with some people from my past. It's been quite lovely and quite fruitful, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Number nine, say it like you mean it. One of my biggest lessons is um, I'm somebody that I say it like I mean it. And if I said it, then I'm in it. Then I'm going to own it. But never say anything you aren't okay with being repeated. Never say anything that you aren't going to follow through on. Never say anything that you can't make good on. You know, your words don't mean anything if there are no actions behind it. So use your words wisely. And if you say it, again, mean it. Next, number 10. Know who you are and be okay with it. Don't shy away from the things that make you you, even if it makes other people uncomfortable. Be comfortable in your own power and really understand how powerful, how magnetic, and how amazing it is. I can't tell you how many times I've been around people that are unfortunately intimidated by my power, by who I am. And I I know a lot of people like that, you know, so it's easier for people to not like you because they're scared of you or they're intimidated by you. Um, 
But don't let that deter you from being who you are because other people can't handle it, right? I read this quote. It's so shady, but I love it. It's like, <laughs> when people th- call you extra, but the question is, are they really enough? You could apply that as well, right? Number 11, people will throw you away and that's okay. Just don't give up on yourself and give yourself room to grow every single day. Had a conversation with a friend and we were talking about love and relationships and I was just kind of talking about like, you know, when it comes to dating, not necessarily my story, kind of my story, but not story of other people is that, you know, people will find any reason to be like, oh, I'm done with that person. And you never hear from them again, right? And you can't internalize it. You can't feel any type of way about it. That's just how people cope. Some people don't know how to communicate. And if that's your scenario, you got to be okay with it. And you got to relinquish that power and just let it go. Number 12, change is inevitable. So ride the wave. Change is inevitable. So ride the wave. In the words of the great composer Quincy Jones, everything must change. Nothing stays the same. Number 13, be okay with apologies that you're never going to get. Don't let the actions of others change your heart towards other people and towards man. I can't say that enough. Be okay with apologies that you're never going to get. Don't let it change. Don't let the actions of other people change your heart. I've had to put that on repeat for myself, right? Number 14. There's nothing you can't bounce back from. You aren't your past, so don't be held hostage to it. Number 15, get your energy together. Be mindful of what you consume, who you have conversations with. Um, Hood Hill said something that was so cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. Be mindful like even the clothes that you're wearing. Where are you getting it from? What are you eating? What are you putting into your body? What are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your soul? That stuff manifests and comes out in different ways. Number 16, therapy is a game changer. Um, help me really to release control, be nimble and steadfast. And I'm not going to therapy. I think that therapy is just so great. I'm someone to have constant streaming thoughts. And therapists like help you kind of like organize things, right? You know, sometimes you walk in, you think things are really bad. And they're like, girl, that's normal. You're like, oh, okay. They kind of tell you the stuff that your mom had already told you. But, you know, when you hear from somebody else, it makes sense. Um, definitely a game changer. I encourage everybody to go to therapy. I think it's great for if you've been through things. And you're trying to like sort through them. You're trying to figure it out. And it's great for the anticipation of things to come, right? If, you know, you got a new job and you think it's going to be challenging. It gives you the tools on how to handle things before they happen and when they come, right? Teaches you that growth is, you know, if you used to cuss people out in the past in 20 seconds, you cuss people out now in a minute. Like it, it allows you to see your progression and to celebrate every win. And to not always count a loss as a loss. Number 17, identify your toxic traits. Define them and work on them. Pray for them. Call them out by name. Ask God to help you with them, right? Um, and so number 18, speaking of toxic traits, right? So I love Funky Dineva. He's a hot mess. But when I tell you I live for him, I think that he's funny, but he's also like very logical. And I, I like the things that he like talks about. Um, so he said something to talk about a reality show TV person. He was just. What he said left me so convicted. He talked about weaponizing silence isn't always the answer, right? He said the flip, and I think the flip side of loving hard is, you know, you love people hard, you go to bat for them, you're loyal. But the flip side of that is leaving people right where they are. Completely detaching from people when the dynamic changes to be uncertain or uncomfortable. 
And I think that is something that I've learned. You can't weaponize. You got to use your words. The ego and the feelings are valid. You got to articulate how you feel so that you can move forward. Silence is always silence is is golden. It can be a key, but it can also be detrimental and it, and it can also be damaging. Number 19, fall in love with yourself over and over and over again. Choose yourself. Don't budge on what you require. Don't budge on what you want. Don't force a square peg in a circle. Don't go anywhere where you're tolerated. Um, and this is in every area. This is work relationships. Love yourself enough to show up for yourself every single day. And number 20, I think for 32, aside from operating in my magic, it is to just be open. You know, I think that sometimes when you live your life and you've had bad experiences with people, places and things, when dreams are deferred, when things you want don't come together on the timeline that you think it should, when people don't show up for you or when, you know, doors are closed. I mean, it could be a myriad of things. It could be negative. It can be positive. It can just be neutral. That sometimes we just shut ourselves off and we just, okay, we, we give like things like an ultimatum, right? We make things black and white, but there's power in that gray area. You have to be open. And that's my, that's my biggest wish. And that's one thing I want to learn how to do for 32 is to be open and receive what the universe and what God has for me. Receive what, you know, what my parents prayed for. Receive what I've worked hard for. To receive things that I desire. To receive things that I'm praying for. To be open to, you know, the life on the other side of fear. That That's my biggest goal for 32. And so... You know, it's the fifth anniversary of One More Minute. I just want to thank you all, all my listeners that have been riding with me for five years, that have listened, that have commented, that have cussed me out for not doing episodes, that have held me accountable, that have made me consistent, that have forced me to see myself and, you know, have been able to relate to me. I'm so blessed and I'm so excited. And I hope that you will listen, like, and share today's podcast, 32 Magic. I pray that it will change your life. I pray that you'll take some gems and that we'll continue to do this thing called life together. As always, I'm going to keep giving you mo. Make sure you listen, like, and subscribe. And I will talk to you soon.